Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I am your host, Lydia Sin. I am a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, and today we are talking about how to set goals that you will actually achieve. It is the second day of January, and if you're like me, you're already tired of hearing about goal setting, but I wanted to share with you the simple method that I use. Simple is an acronym, and it has worked for me. Also, we're, we're talking about the life portion of Frugal Debt-Free Life. We're not talking about saving money. We're not talking about paying off debt. We're talking about life because that is what matters. So let's just go. Okay, so simple is an acronym that I came up with to sort of help define why I set the goals that I do. And I, ha- I break my goals up for home life, work life, and school life because those are all things that happen under our roof and they all matter. But let's talk about what a simple goal is. A simple goal is strategic, it is intentional, it is manageable, practical, livable, and end-focused. And if you put those together, the first letter, obviously, spells simple. Hmm, See what I did there? Okay, so let's talk about strategic. Have a plan for how you're going to achieve your goal. Don't just say, I want to lose weight. Instead, say, I'm going to make healthier choices by prepping meals and walking with a friend after work three days a week. See how simple that sounds? (laughs) Because these are simple goals that you just fit right into your life. If you want to write a book, run a marathon, organize your kitchen, you need to have an action plan in place. Set aside time to write. Schedule in time to train. Take an inventory of what you have in your kitchen and decide what you're going to keep. Goal setting isn't slinging spaghetti noodles at the wall to see what sticks. It's deciding what you want your life to look like and then determine the steps that you have to take to get there. Next, your goals need to be intentional and they need to be personal to who you are. Don't just set goals because they sound good or because you heard someone else mention wanting to do something or because you think you should. How many times have you done that? Because I have done that a lot And then I got frustrated and I felt bad when it didn't work out. Here's the thing. Don't look at what someone else is doing and how they're living and think that you need to adjust your life accordingly. Look at the life that you already have and the reality of where you are now. And think of some ways that you can optimize that and improve various aspects of it. Maybe your family is busy with sports and extracurriculars, or you have multiple jobs, and one of the ways you could spend more time together and save money is by cooking three meals at home each week. Not seven, not five, three. This is a strategic goal that will help improve your existing schedule. I remember in the fourth grade, my teacher would write our objectives for the day, and they were tasks that we would complete as a class. In my adult life, I have begun having objectives for my days. Um, it's called a to-do list. Not Let's not be fancy. But goals are the same way. They have an intentional outcome. They are set with an objective in mind and are just arbitrarily written on a list at the end of December to make yourself feel better. They have a beginning and a set end and a set small intention that support these goals. Okay, next, manageable. Manageable. I have four kids and a business, and I'm busy, and you're busy too. No matter what stage of life you're in, you are probably busy, and that's why the goals you set need to be things you can break up into chunks and manage. 
One of the reasons that programs like Couch to 5K and Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps work is because they are broken into small, easy-to-follow steps. They are vastly different programs. One helps you go from a sedentary lifestyle to running a 5K, and the other one teaches you how to manage your finances. But they are also the same. You are given an action that you fit into your daily life, and that action changes your overall behavior. The actions are manageable, and the change comes slowly. That is how effective goals are too. You need to make a small incremental step to lead to your big goal. And I've talked about something called the goal pyramid. I will link it in the show notes. And this really breaks down how to set up manageable goals. Okay, which brings us to the P, which is practical. Set goals based on who you are, not your ideal self. You're not going to wake up tomorrow a new person. If you went to bed as Pigpen, you're not going to wake up as Marie Kondo. It just doesn't work that way. (laughs) Don't set yourself up for failure by idealizing who you are not and instead focus on some areas you can improve upon, hobbies you can fit into your schedule. Don't overthink it. The L is livable. I have been writing a book and that process has taken me a while because I had a baby. I manage the schedule for a special needs child and I work. I set the goal of writing a book, but I knew I couldn't lock myself in a cabin for a weekend and just write. I had to set aside 15 minutes a day to work on it, and some days I failed, and some days I used that 15 minutes drafting one paragraph, and some days I wrote several pages. But 15 minutes is what I could make time in my life for. That's that's all I could do. And that's where the livable part comes in. You have to make time. But we have to make realistic time, and you would be amazed at what you can accomplish in 15 minutes a day if you're focused. You can't give up your day-to-day obligations in favor of a goal. Wouldn't that be awesome? So your goals have to fit into your life, and you don't use not having time as an excuse not to do things. Make the time. Make 15 minutes. You have 15 minutes. If you spent 15 minutes scrolling through Instagram, you have 15 minutes to work on your goal. Tough love, but I love you. And finally, end focused. Begin with the end in mind. I just referenced the goal pyramid. That is the strategy I use to create my goals. This helps me create a daily, weekly, or monthly list of things I need to do in order to support that goal. We start with what's most important, the tip of the pyramid, the actual goal itself, and then create a workflow from there. It's backwards pyramid building. Remember that goaltending takes practice, and just because you didn't achieve all the things you wanted to doesn't make you a failure. Let's repeat that. Just because you didn't achieve all the things you wanted to doesn't make you a failure. If you achieved every single goal, it would mean you didn't challenge yourself. And if we're not challenging ourselves, are we really trying? Okay, so I hope these quick and simple tips have helped you. Check out the show notes for a breakdown of the goal pyramid, including a free printable. Also, I have something for you. It is the Simple Goals Planner. It is a free quarterly planner where you can lay out the different goals that you have for the year and kind of set yourself up for success. It is also in the show notes. You can download it completely free. It is my gift to you. I hope that you have an amazing 2020. Thank you for hanging out with me and I'll see you next week. Oh, and don't forget, if you like this podcast, please leave a review on whatever it is you're listening, whatever podcatcher you use. I got that term from 
Kendra Adachi from The Lazy Genius. Anyway, this helps us get the word out. And thank you for some of the positive reviews that you have left. It has made my year. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Bye.